0: Welcome to Status Quo where WNYC blowtorch so hard it blew our brains out of our heads and cleared our schedules until next year. But anyways, welcome to the ERN podcast. I don't think
1: clearing schedules <laughs> was the right word. I think it was more like it filled up our schedules with a lots and lots of mental health problems. <laughs> I think it means it it filled up um, Noah's IT guy with the idea to unplug the web servers running (laughs) weather.gov. Oh, we can talk
0: about that. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, welcome to the ERAN podcast. We got a great selection of people here. We got Isaiah, Lawson, John, Gabe, and myself. We are not sorry for missing three episodes in a row. We took that as our (laughs) quote unquote break time. So we'll be back. But yeah so yeah welcome yeah. to the hearing podcast
1: he says we'll be back as in like we'll be back next year because this episode is actually just a front to get you guys to come in and listen <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a ploy but anyways yeah we got it we got a fleet of EAS news to talk about today and for that uh let's John do you want to start it off yeah
1: Maybe. We got sure, them.
2: why not? Yeah. We got some All right. EAS, we got some
1: EAS tidbits because I'm bringing on that.
0: Guy. Oh, maybe that's what we some, should call this I episode is of, EAS tidbits. And,
2: and I also have some news for a couple of weeks out, which is actually good for people to prepare now. But uh, so my first little section is uh, Spectrum relayed a. Immediate evacuation notice for multiple east north eastern north Pacific Ocean zones, which <laughs> was caused by the National law <laughs> Service in Los Angeles sending an NWEM incorrectly for Los Angeles County because of a, um, because of a because of the Route Fire, which is in I the Pashtek
1: area. I can I can actually provide a little bit of context to this. Um, yeah it's more of an instance of uh it's more of an instance of like um yes the Norse the the eastern north pacific ocean and and like all those is that the the because the uh the tweet that we saw was was a uh freaking dazdeck dazdecks don't go into Mm -hmm. detail for marine locations yeah it just shows you the general
0: area right so
1: yeah it shows it shows you like the general area so like eastern north pacific ocean could be like a very specific area that's actually defined within fifths
0: that just the dad's just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, like 20 there. nautical miles out from yeah. shore. There's yeah, one that it,
2: there's actually one that it went into specific with, with port conception to Guadalupe Island.
1: Yes.
0: Um, interesting.
1: What? Cause it, that's its own marine location. I, I was like, I'm honestly thinking like if we're like speculating here, um, I'm thinking that, uh, whichever, whichever, uh, spectrum head end pick that pick that up it's probably it's probably just the act, entire coverage area of the transmitter that they got it from
0: mm-hmm. oh kind of like how uh kind like of uh, nwr try. only does certain areas per transmitter
1: yeah so like if so like for like say uh in tennessee if there's an amber alert all the alerts are for the specific counties that are being covered instead of a statewide code
0: Oh yeah, so like if a, like an Amber Alert went out for Montana, it would only show your specific counties around you. Yes. Interesting.
1: Yep. And yeah, it just happened
0: expects- to, and it just happened to be one. You said that was, that could have been all of them. Yeah,
1: it it, it might have been. Do you the actually entire, want to might know? Have been the entire, it might have been the entire cluster because of the way that the way that BMH just. You want to know where
2: Spectrum remote. got it from?
0: They got it from CBS, didn't they?
2: No, they got it from KCBS FM, which is, which is
0: CBS. Uh, yeah. Odyssey
2: owned in Los Angeles. It's called Jack FM, and I'm pretty sure there is some sort of primary in Los Angeles. If I'm not correct, mm-hmm. there might not yeah. be, but it's they're one of the primaries.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah, they're, they, they're, it's it's one of the flagship CBS radio stations, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like and, um, like
2: like iHeart having Kiss FM, which
1: is overrated, but I digress. Yeah. Um, kind of going back over to the to the BMH thing because the way that the BMH works at each office is that it's a single it's a single server that does that relays a lot of that uh information to mm-hmm. the, uh, respective instances because it just it just all of the instances run on a single box that as yeah. the A edX edex server and then those specific outputs are sent to the uh, transmitters. So if one of them mm-hmm. goes off, the, if one of them goes off for the entirety of the office's coverage area, every single output would have gone off.
2: Yeah. The one thing I've definitely noticed, like last year when Sterling did a SPS, it had like a lot of BMH, like they've never toned for like 051999 or something that if BMH like royally screws up or like they misconfigure their config for that type yeah. of alert... It will literally hmm. like cause BMH's NWR push to be really weird. So oh, really? five
1: one nine 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 yeah. is a official uh, official. 51999
2: one nine 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 doesn't really exist. It's not an actual it's a test area. location. But Sterling, when they sent the SPS last year for the Skyward activation, or whatever SPS or whatever it was, they did 051999, which I have never seen before up until then. they probably
1: they probably uh, mistyped the they probably mistyped the header that
0: they went over did
2: to the say car. it was they did tell me that it actually was sent in error like they weren't supposed to send it
0: yeah mm-hmm. which is the same yeah, thing with sense. the Los Angeles
2: office
1: nine so nine. Ni- 999 or 099 is uh, in the spec is defined as a test location.
0: So yeah, anything that usually ends in 999 is usually test, correct? Mm-hmm. So what's actually really
2: funny is that even though like Los Angeles County OEM actually sent out a message and one of their lines, and I kid you not, is quote, we cannot comment on broadcaster configuration of EAS receivers and welcome further engagement with local broadcasters in Los Angeles County FCC, Local Emergency Communication Committee, to find root Sorry, causes what? of
0: this incident. You
2: literally know exactly what the fault. cause of it
0: is. Yeah. That's you so, just need it, to go it, to the source. This kind of reminds me of the T-Mobile thing from a bit back. They wouldn't yeah. own up to it.
2: Genuinely, the biggest thing I've actually also heard from a lot of words management and also broadcasting is it takes a lot of trust in both the broadcast and the emergency management like agencies to build that mm-hmm. trust to send out these alerts. Because if you if you fuck up, basically, if you fuck up something,
0: your local the broadcasters are like going to be
2: like, why are we sending this shit? Kind of like New Hampshire demos. Why are we sending this shit? That's why no one sends it. Similar to Arizona's silver alert system, not many broadcasters send it because they're like, "Why?" I mean, why is there sure, so many? Good, good, good system. Overused. Good system. I will give them credit when credit is due. But like that extremely important relationship between your broadcasters and your emergency management agencies is crucial to maintain. Yeah, because you, cause you got to
0: think that relationship has yeah. to be tight because. The broadcasters are literally the only om- the, the main method for getting your think about it. message out like TV, radio, cable. Not if A- They're anymore, not sending you your know. EAS
2: alerts for like anything yeah. really serious. And get like that that's later. the only method. How is that going to get out to the public? Think about.
1: That. Yeah, I mean, you do have other methods. You have WIA and well, yeah, of well, course, yeah. well,
2: the, the thing yeah. the thing with using are, mobile phones weather is weather radio, that really. The thing us. with mobile phones that no one actually knows about, unless you have a specific thing with your data pro- with your data company, is that if you're not involved with a government or emergency management agency and it's a national emergency, the government and local and major wireless carriers will actually shut off your phone's data, unless you have that specific profile or system on your device that gives you data so it's kind of i don't remember what it's called but it's like some weird system the government has that like you know how they're like don't use your telephone in the event of emergency to keep it's, the lines it open. it's there to conserve well, that's basically that's basically what that is but cell data
0: it's to conserve the bandwidth to the network pretty much yeah mm-hmm. so that that system does exist that is not a myth it does exist do you know what carriers participate in that, or is that most of them? I know, probably all AT&T,
2: the I know AT&T does. I know, I'm going to assume T-Mobile and other major carriers also do. I might have to do more research on that, but I know someone told me about that, and I don't know much about it. But.
1: I would say it's probably a good bet if um, your carrier throttles your data after a certain threshold. They can probably do it at will.
2: And also yeah, with, have to request with, to the request to the government.
0: The thing is, though, you know, like the, with, uh, with just turning off data entirely, that could bring on a whole new can of worms in terms of public safety. That's, that is so true. I, I feel I but, feel like it would be more of a throttle to, like, let's say LTE speeds instead of 5G ultra wideband.
2: That's true. One thing I definitely noticed is that when at and touched off my data, I still can get, like, SMS text type messages through, like, certain mm-hmm. systems. So like those messages will still go through, like Fairfax alerts. Yeah, because like because SMS phone number.
0: SMS runs off the voice the voice connection.
2: Yeah, the, not not the data, data connection. Data mm-hmm. is driven from the voice connection, so you can probably still get those emergency text alerts.
0: The only but, the only main messaging system that uses the internet is iMessage. No, nope. that, that's the well, that's the main iMessage
2: doesn't uh, iMessage doesn't support RCS or whatever it is. It RCS,
0: RCS as sure well, going like it. what I'm saying is it, it it's one that uses the data line, not the voice line. Yeah, yeah. RCS, depending on which uh, app you're
1: using, will also use the data line. Like if you're using mm-hmm. Google messages on yeah. Android, it'll use the data line.
0: Yeah. Anything that's not built in SMS will use your data line because your it's not, text not a carrier fail, provided function.
2: If your messages fail and I message, you can actually actually meant like make it send force it it through sms SMS. force it through sms good feature yep
0: and i've had to do that plenty of times out here so should i go to
2: my should i go to my next point because it might take a little bit because i have to go through a long list of stuff
1: sure
0: if you want yeah let's do it
2: so this is actually really good i i came across this so as we all know there is no there is no uh national test this year correct there is Mm -hmm. no national test However, what people may not know is that released a couple days ago, the Federal Communications Commission has announced a waiver for 42 alert originators to conduct wireless emergency alert tests on the 12th and I'm sorry I believe it is the 12th and 13th of September. They are 42 agencies they've worked with them and as we all know, WIA is targeted and mm. what they're trying to do with this test is like as we all know like we like it's like a, it's a, a WIA national
0: test instead of what a they national it's, alert.
2: it's not no it's it's not national this is not a national test this is a local test that state or local emergency commissions have opted in with the fcc to conduct this test and surprisingly um from what i've been able to come out with um, this is to test how far these alerts bleed. And so they're testing it. Ah, interesting. Um, with like half or one mile polygons around a certain location. And I actually have a list of all of those agencies that have signed up to do this test. And it's a lot, believe it or not. It's actually a lot. And you said you'll, it was 46, you'll know You'll know track. a couple 42. 42, 42, 42. Okay. And so I'll, I'll just go through the name and the state. Basically Grundy County, Illinois, Sutton County, Sutter County, California, King, Washington, San Diego, hey. Jefferson, Colorado, state of Idaho, Ch- city of Chicago. Um, city of Norfolk in Virginia, Marion County in Florida, Chester, Pennsylvania, Charlotte, Mecklenburg, North Carolina, Pierce, Washington, Laguna Beach, California, Butte County, California, Sheridan, Wyoming, Pitkin, Colorado, Bannock County, Idaho. We all know that one. Oklahoma, Oklahoma Department of Emergency Management for Beckham County, Suffolk County, New York, Pennsylvania, Pima in Pennsylvania, Gilmer, Georgia, Delaware County in Ohio, Thurston, Washington, Chula Vista, California, more Californias, a lot of California, surprisingly. Sedgwick County, Kansas, our favorite Monday with Siren Test. Um, combined Colorado crap. Kitsnap, Washington. Oconee, Georgia. Don't care. Kitsap. Sorry. Flagler <laughs> County, Florida. Cambria, Pennsylvania. Berrien County, Michigan. Orange County, California. Kitcom, Washington, Adams County, Washington, Summit County, Colorado, Treasure County, Montana, Oklahoma for the city of Woodward, Uh, McDonough County, uh, South Carolina, Calhoun County, Michigan, and finally, which I did not know, Fairfax County is participating in this test.
0: Interesting. I didn't know they send
2: WIAs. This is the first I've ever heard them send a WIA.
1: So depending on the time, so depending on the day, uh, depending on the time slash which day that they're actually going to be doing that test, I might be able to uh, go and get that because my I, my uh, employer is in King County. It's so
2: King County. Um, let me find it. So it's Wait, you, you like, did
0: say you did say Treasure County, Montana, right? I did say Treasure County, Montana. OK, which is awesome because it is literally a population of 762. The entire county.
2: <laughs> They're doing it And you know, it's funny. You know, you're going to kick yourself when you realize that that test is only for a 0. .69 mile radius.
0: Nice. Nice.
2: And actually, so all yeah, these it's not tests even near are occurring. Me, it's closer
0: to Billings than me
2: so they're doing all these tests on the 12th or the 13th and the backup date is seven days later. And it'll be, at, I think usually they're going to be at like 10 to 6 PM, 10 AM to 6 PM. And I will send out to you guys the list of all the agencies and their coordinates for the test. Cause they all have like radiuses and polygons and whatnot. Okay. And so they haven't actually told us like what, like type of alert it will be, but it will be, it will be it'll be 90 and 360 <laughs> characters and they will have the option to use Spanish as well and this will be done in both controlled and uncontrolled environments where like people from that agency will go out in radius and like find out if they get the alert and then it'll also be like the public will get it and they'll be like tell us if you're within this area or tell us if you understand the alerts so no NPT, but this just came up like three days ago, and someone sent me it. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually genuinely excited to see how this goes. So
0: yeah, yeah I'm, keep your eyes. I'm genuinely excited because uh, literally Treasure County, Montana, is almost 1,000 square miles, and they only have 762 people with one incorporated town.
2: Nice. I'm gonna put this in. I'm gonna put this in discussion if you want to see the legit amount of whatever's going on here. There's a there's the there's if it uploads because Discord is genuinely broken with uploads right now, so but well, yeah, good, good good stuff from the, the FCC. I did it not know they were going to do this. So if Unexpected, you're in the ERN but N- but server, hey, if you're in the ERN server, keep an eye on the software logs so you can see these WIAs come in because they will be yeah. definitely interesting to look at. Because I've yeah, never, I don't, sure. know, I don't know, what, I don't know what format, I don't know the text. I don't know the surveys. I don't know any we of that, don't know a they, lot did, of, they don't discuss that.
0: So TLDR, we don't know a ton about this. We're going to kind of just go with it as it goes.
2: Well, we know we the know that we know the dates.
0: The time, we the know the dates. We know the
2: times. We know the location, we know who. And we, we don't and we know, know se- exactly and, and, how they're going to do it. But and we, it we don't know the, the execution. F- Considering a- the FCC approved this, I'm genuinely surprised that this is going to happen.
1: Uh, FCC doesn't. And really there's do also much. probably a. There, it's probably also a pretty good chance of uh, it going, it, of it not being a freaking test alert. Because if the idea is to get as much information as possible, they're going to send that shit
2: over. be in. I'm going to guarantee it. That's probably going to be an LAE local area emergency, because um, it's a, the local area emergency, believe it or not, in most plans, is actually used as a blanket test alert. And I shit you not, that's actually true. So, so you see fact. all these LEEs go out for tests, it's actually FCC, I forgot who it says, FCC or FEMA said that you can use an LEE for a test. It's
1: actually allowed. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> who made fun that fact. decision? The last, the last national test that went over WIA and the national WIA test, they... Actually no, the national wea test went over as an NPT on ipods, but the last one, with the last one, the one in twenty twenty, or sorry, twenty twenty one test, there was one in twenty twenty. The twenty twenty one test went over as a weekly. <laughs> that was true. That was actually intentional. I think, believe it or not. Yeah, it was intentional. Well, the, it I was am intentional interested to uh, send it as a test alert, as opposed to a, uh, as opposed to like a presidential or which, was, which we will again,
2: see what they have off. for next year because I will definitely be in contact with the people mm-hmm. I know and see if they know anything about it just yet
1: because it's just I'm around sh- the corner I'm sure just y'all want, I'm sure y'all already know my opinion on this but I think that they should do another EAN test yep I know we were they talking should. about it
0: in the last episode I think
1: it's mm-hmm. been 12 years right it's
2: just an
1: 11
0: right? 11 yeah Eight, 11 years, years.
1: It'll... Actually, no. This will be the 10... This I think this month will actually be the 10-year anniversary. Hold on.
0: Well, it's 2022. It and it, it was 2011? Was in 2011. What are you... This will be, be
1: the 11th. 11th year. I can't count. Sorry. It's been there. It'll be the 11th.
0: Yeah, so yeah. That'll be interesting. I kind of hope that we get more in terms of the national testing. Just because it's been... You know, it's been so long. We have gone so
1: long without a proper EAN test. Yeah. Because, yeah, like it was a, we, yeah, the EAN test went, well, it went, <laughs> but the, um, it went, but now that they're, now that they're doing NPTs, like it's not, it's not kind of, it's really not the same.
0: Yeah, exactly. No. So, no.
1: So, yeah, fun times.
0: But yeah, anyway, so do we want to move on to one of our next topics? Yeah, sure. Do we want to do the... uh, Let's see. Okay, it
1: It just... We can can, talk about... We can talk about... It just posted
2: in... It just posted in discussion, by the way, if you want to take a look at the uh, locations.
1: Talk about security... We can talk about security stuff and our wonderful wonderful things of things and stuff so of cyber security cybersecurity with your friendly neighborhood IT guy anyways um, <laughs> um, the we should uh, make that we
0: should make that a series on here the uh, the ERN cybersecurity course with a resident IT professional Gabriel McMillan <laughs> <laughs> so um,
1: so for those of you who follow cybersecurity, DEF Defcon, DefCon Thirty was uh, pretty recent. Uh, it was it happened sometime last month. And um, in case you guys don't know, Def DefCon is a conference. It's a cybersecurity conference um, that is held in Vegas, where basically like they just talk. We you just talk about um, security bones, how to do how to get into certain things. It's just kind of like a place where everybody can get together and all that stuff. And like actually, like a bunch of funnily enough, a bunch of people from the government actually go to visit DEFCON. Like you see a lot of people, you see a lot of fed, federal officers going over to see like see the stuff that they've been working on. And some sometimes they'll even
0: present. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't
0: really followed DEFCON that much. Mm-hmm. But lately I'm definitely getting into it a little more. Oh dude, some of the DEFCON talks are really cool.
1: Like if, you, if you're ever interested in like cybersecurity and hacking, DEF DEFCON DEF is a really fun, really fun thing to watch. Watching some of those panels are great, but yeah. So, but yeah. So the uh, so at DefCon, uh, there was going to be a there there was there was a uh, panel about how the emergency alert system in its current state is inherently insecure.
0: Very and insecure at that too. I said, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah about how insecure it was. Department
1: of Homeland Security got wind of that and issued a warning because now that now that now that they realize oh crap the cybersecurity community community has EAS devices, they're gonna rip those things to shreds. And that's what they did.
0: As if we already did enter DASDEC.
1: <laughs> enter DasDec pre version four.
0: Right? I thought it was, uh, oh, yeah, no, pre version four. Yeah. Enter I remember the two main versions that were unsecure were 2.0 2.6 and three. and
1: 3. Yeah. So, and 1.0 hasn't been supported since the Dazzle 2 came out. <laughs> then, so, so, you, y'all want some security stuff? Well, allow me to introduce you to the fact that for Dazzle updates, in case you didn't know, the update from 3.0 to 4.0 is actually a full OS reinstall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went from Fedora 10, uh, codenamed Cambridge, over to uh, CentOS 6.9. Nice.
0: How but, how old was Fedora 10 at that time?
1: Cambridge, uh, hold on. Let me. I, I'll have to pull that one. It was up pretty. You, know... out,
0: it was decently outdated, wasn't it?
1: Oh yeah, it was outdated by. It was outdated when they were using it.
0: Yeah it it was it it's in it's more than a decade if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, Fedora, so,
1: so FC10 was released on, uh, on a November 25th, 2008.
0: Yeah, so at the time so, where 4 came out, it was over 10 years old.
1: Yes. Um, even then, CentOS 6.9 is still not great.
0: It's not the newest, but it's newer.
1: Well, CentOS is getting axed, so that's yeah. like, at that point, they should, they should switch to full-on RHEL Get ready for another OS discussion. reinstall,
0: DASDEC users.
1: Well, actually, rel to OS conversions are pretty easy. They don't re- are pretty easy and don't require a full OS reinstall for that.
0: Mm-hmm. You just
1: need to you just need to remap your package repositories and do an update.
0: Yeah,
1: it'll convert itself. Basically,
0: that's oh the point, with, with with the with the package. Of, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's nice point. Um, basically, basically, uh, the DASDEX Dazek's uh, pre CentOS uh, pre CentOS six point nine variant, so anything before the um, anything before the four upgrade was vulnerable to an Apache web server, or an Apache web server that or Apache web server vulnerability, and also vulnerability with the backend server that the runs the DASDEC stuff. Because the Apache web server, in case you don't know, the Apache web server runs something called CSP, where it's basically just like a like an executable that's being ran on a backend server and Apache mm-hmm. is just acting as a reverse proxy to it. Yeah. You know, the, a vulnerability within both Apache and that CSP server, it allowed full admin access without knowing the admin credentials.
0: All you had to know was the admin username, correct? Which is- Yeah, you needed to know the admin
1: username and you needed to send something. You needed a, and you needed to send a, send a uh, data package. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna say which one it was say... for security reasons. As there you know, are, I'm not going to say what it is for security funny?
2: reasons, but yeah. What's up? Okay, what would genuinely be funny is if people are dumb, and given people are, they probably just kept their admin username to admin, unless like yes, yeah. something you actually actually have to it change. is required
1: to do
2: that. Oh my god! It. Someone did something smart. <laughs> it Get is required them, to keep actually. It as admin. It's Wait, required
0: what? to keep it admin because that's how the Daztek software is written around, right? Yep.
2: Well, they kind of made that their own problem then.
1: <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> actually post like, 3. some doesn't like 0, post 3.0 and above actually do require it to change the default admin password, but 2.6 you could just keep that thing as DASDEC. <laughs>
2: isn't there like isn't there like a certain program that like requires you to change it away from admin's like keep it like not like you know, easy to hack.
1: Um I'm not sure.
0: I know it's mandated now that you have to change your password. But I don't know the about username. the usernames.
1: The username is something that gets kept the same.
0: Yeah, that's, that's besides of, the point. That's the like, username changing thing is on the equipment manufacturers if they want to require it or not. But the password is mandated by Part Eleven. That's a fair correctly. point.
1: But yeah, so this individual who was at DEFCON was able to get a hold of a OneNet SE. Um, Ooh, OneNet gang. <laughs> they were able to get a <laughs> hold of a One Net SE that it used to belong to Comcast, and the, and because uh, in between transit between Comcast and their um, certified destruction facility, uh, there was they uh, it, the package got intercepted by somebody, and they put it up on eBay, and that's where how the security research, researcher got it. Now, the people at Comcast. I mean, did not clear some information off of it.
0: hmm.
1: And they were able to. They new, and um, some some information was discovered about how Comcast's aggregation works. That
0: which the, is their own it,
1: custom stuff, their own custom stuff, right? And I will talk about that here in a second, because mm-hmm. it's actually really interesting. Um, but yeah, the uh, somebody said the dude said, But he did the guy who actually got that equipment said, holy, like they were sitting there thinking, holy shit, somebody could start a civil war with this thing.
0: And that is a direct quote. Yes, that
1: is a direct quote from the from that individual. And they've which I mean, we we can share we can share the name of these issues to Department of Homeland Security, FBI, FEMA and the manufacturer of the equipment. And it wasn't until that the dude was going to bring this shit up to DEFCON. That they actually issued an advisory about.
0: Yeah, it. and this we can we can release the name of this person since it's already publicly available. This is uh, yeah. researcher Ken Pyle, and he is a partner at c- security firm Cyber. That
1: is S and uh, C Y B I R. There yes. uh,
0: So the, the we uh, and I've seen a, f- a couple of things from this guy, so I, I, I know that this guy is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So, I
2: think it's good. That, yeah, I think it's good that someone good found it out. Or someone bad, it could wreak havoc. And yeah, I mean, at least nothing bad came out of that. At least they're aware of it and they're probably
1: working on a fix. But like, no one yes. did anything really stupid it is, yet. It is so very. The way that good. the DASX is written is very with the da, with the way that is written, very hard to upgrade the two point six devices because they don't they probably don't have metrics on which ones are running two point six. Or or three 0, or three point
0: one. So you thing. just gotta put out a bulletin and hope for the best. And that's what they
1: did. They put uh digital alert systems did put out a bulletin saying
0: Which speaking of digital alert systems, check out their new website. It's actually a lot better than the last one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they updated the website. Too bad the too bad the Dazex web interface is still caught
2: Yeah, too bad too bad they didn't update the web interface.
1: Anyway, anyways Yeah. Um so but yeah. Kind of going back to the Comcast thing, uh, we were talking earlier and I thought I would give a kind of like a little bit of a rundown of Comcast's EAS aggregation system because it's actually kind of cool. Um, Comcast designed and built this aggregation system and uh, there are certain carriers that use it. For example, um, for example, if you are running any, if you're running a box from Cox, the Contour series, our favorite con con, our favorite sure. Contour, they use the same aggregation mm-hmm. system. If you're up in Canada, Shaw and I, I Shaw uses it, and I believe one other carrier up there uses Comcast's system as well for the Alert Ready system. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Cox, Cox took Comcast's system and made it worse.
1: Yeah, Comcast is Literally. Comcast is rock solid, and uh, and here's why. So Comcast what their boxes so they don't do they don't have cable based force tune.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you may
1: be asking yourself, wait, what? What do you mean they don't have cable based force tune? Well. Most Comcast boxes are operating off of IP now. And yeah. Like, for example, the box that I got from Comcast doesn't even have a cable line on it. I just have it hooked up. I just have it hooked up to Ethernet.
0: And mm-hmm. it just which is a lot more uh, at this point in in technology, it's more reliable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it may be not like the same reliability, but it's close enough that the downside of it doesn't. Yeah, I like, think no if you have actually a bad idea. Fun
2: fact: if you I have think the wireless mine box. actually,
1: mine still runs off a cable, like yeah. a screw it's, in the it's cable the, thing. The, the, the actual protocol going over its IP. It's uh it's yeah, Mocha and that's this because they have to fetch f- they have to fetch the data, right? Yep. They still have to fetch their data. It is that it? Uses uh, Mocha to it actually can, actually the boxes actually will communicate with the modem, because if you have mm-hmm. the wireless boxes, it uses the it uses the modem to connect to the Comcast network which is interesting, but that's, I digest that. Wait, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, I digest. (laughs) Yes, I digest food. I digress. Anyway, um, the way that the Comcast aggregation system works is that they still have DAS decks and easy caps at the head end. So Mm -hmm. what they do is they use EAS net, which is a, or EAS net. And I forget what the, I think, it's just the MPEG dash feed on the... Uh, on the one that yeah.
0: Um, or I guess on the DAS deck.
1: Yeah. On, uh, on, no, on the DAS deck, it's pure EAS net. Mm, Yeah. But um, basically what they do is that they have an aggregation server that those DAS decks will send their alerts to. And there is a central server that uh, takes... That, the boxes locked, just pull the server like a cat feed. And what it'll mm-hmm. do is that if it finds, it, basically what the box does was that it takes the zip code from your account that you have for your main address on the, on your account, converts that into a, uses the server to convert that to a FIPS code, and then pulls that server looking for that FIPS code. And whenever it finds that FIPS code in an alert, it'll take the mpeg-stream link and stream it as if it were a force tune. So that's how Comcast is able to get that. And the same thing applies to all of Comcast platforms. So that, so, and that's how Comcast is able to uh, get EAS on mobile devices whenever you're streaming from your Comcast box mm-hmm. or on the web browser. They It's all the have, same. They, it's all the it's same thing. Yes.
0: So basically if you think if about it, if, if the box is running over, if the box is running over IP, you just think of it as it's mm-hmm. literally just a web browser. That's just taking the data and, it isn't mind you. So, it's co- it's a uh, well, it yeah, is obviously. it is running custom. Code
2: so so base so basically if you're ever wondering why your Comcast or Coxbox, whatever, like randomly quote force tunes to a channel, that's basically if what it, it's, it's doing just, it loads, is streaming that. It loads MPEG for a second
1: because it's because it's because it's just loading the MPEG dash uh MPEG dash mine feed. takes a
2: good five seconds. My box is mm-hmm. so old it takes so long, it's funny. Yeah. Told my and parents fire to fire. get a new box, and they haven't actually listened yet. And given if com- if Cox ever upgrades their data deck, like they ever will, it could support yeah. HD scrolls. But look that's gonna happen with Cox. And of
1: co- and they still do. Well, they still do have like the S C T E eighteen force tune stuff set up for their legacy devices, uh, their non X one devices, um, like the uh, the Sara boxes.
0: Yeah, because yeah, you no, have to, take, that, you oh, have to take backwards oper- compatibility. SARA is an operating system developed oh, so- by Scientific
1: Atlanta and now Cisco that runs a bunch of cable guides. If mm. you've seen one from Scientific Atlanta in the mid-2000s, that's SARA. <laughs> uh, if, you ha- what uh, I genuinely, if you have Spectrum, uh, they use SARA.
2: What? what I'm genuinely, like, really, fun- what's really funny about this is I asked- once actually asked Cox... What type of EAS type system they use for the cable blocks, and they literally told me that that was proprietary information.
1: Look who's laughing now. So, fun fact. Speaking of Cox.
0: Oh no, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) So, what did
1: what did they they break this time? They didn't break anything this time. I don't explain to them the thing that they do. So, Cox, right? So, at one point, Comcast was experimenting with some stuff, right? Comcast was experimenting with um, with a software EAS solution, and mm-hmm. Cox took that, made it fifteen times worse, and deployed that to production. So, if you ever see, if you ever see the Blackstone emergency alert, emergency alert, alert red alert. bar, emergency alert red bar on Cox, mind you, on Cox specifically, nine times out of ten. Those headers are undecodable as shit. <laughs> still an FCC yes, violation. It, it's like t- ZCZC. It's ZCZC dash the capillar identifier plus the time. No call sign. That's it.
0: <laughs> which which I mean That's to be legal. Thing. Well, it, oh, I, is it though because it's a cable system? Cable you know, systems are 11. still
1: bound by part 11.
0: Part 11 yeah. requires a sender ID.
1: Part 11 requires a sender ID. It requires valid EAS tones and required tests. Also, fun fact, fun fact in case you got in case you, so I've actually gotten a hold of the feed of the Comcast feed now. And if you want a freaking trip, get the feed link, refresh it at like midnight Eastern, right? <laughs> and then you'll see a bunch of ones that say something along the lines of synthetic test alert, right? You put you slap the MPEG dash link into VLC, okay. And this dude starts spouting out about just some random emergency preparedness steps. The the date on the frickin' Dazdeck screen is from like twenty uh-huh. And and if you listen closely, it, it it starts spouting out something about like so if you ever been Water in a contamination.
0: With,
1: no, no, well it wasn't the water contamination. It was wait what? the water heater. <laughs> oh my god. And it started spouting out about the water heater.
0: <laughs> that was just that was a trip whenever I first heard um, that Com- one Comcast if you're listening to us if you're going to do that and just play audio like that can you please put please stop flushing toilets on it <laughs> <laughs> and, Comcast toilets. and Comcast if you're oh, listening and Comcast if you're listening do down my service
2: <laughs> I, I just by the way fun fact I just checked part 11 and Cox has one good thing and one bad thing ZCZ to DD requires, quote, at least a one-second pause, so it doesn't necessarily say one second. Second of all, the data specifically has llllll which is the identification of the broadcast text. system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This well, is the identification of the broadcast system. Text. These, quote, these codes will automatically, aff- will be automatically affixed to all outgoing messages by the EAS encoder
1: which is hmm. not actually. So here's the thing too. Part 11, every single manufacturer of EAS devices that are approved under part 11 are publicly available to people who just browse around on the FCC website. Mm-hmm. For that shit ain't approved there, bud.
0: So in and theory, is that even allowed to be used in a live environment? Nope. No, nope, <laughs> nope. So F- who FCC, wants to, who wants to to, come to to get this. away?
1: You could probably
2: report that. Who wants to? I'm not doing it again.
0: I already yeah. have open. Should I, I actually have do it? Reports.
2: Wait, you actually do said you it to them the already? No. Do it, Cameron, do it. I don't care, Cameron, do it.
1: If it, if it, Maybe if you we'll John should be the if y'all are going to if y'all are going to actually report them, John should be the one to do it because John has video evidence. He <laughs> has the feed evidence too. Mhm.
0: And I am not a Cox. Comcast customer Cox or a COX is, customer. COX is it's
1: COX. Dead. Comcast. Well, yeah. Comcast nowadays are using DazDex and EasyCaps.
2: Comcast, IDs are almost always Comcast. Yep.
0: Which I have neither of those here. Pop Spectrum Quiz. or nothing.
1: Hold on a second.
0: Hold on a second, everyone. He says.
1: Oh, never mind. Give me... I'll, there will be an EAS pop quiz here shortly.
0: Continue. Okay. So, yeah. It, so TLDR, Comcast's system is rock solid. Works really well. Uh, that's why. Fox, I, that's one of the. That's, not, one of the I, that's one of the reasons why.
1: I, that's one of the reasons why I want to
0: have another
1: EAN test because I want to see that thing
0: live. You want to see die. You 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 want you want to see how Comcast. I
1: want to see how that thing live interrupts. Cause that would be so cool to watch the EAN go over live like that through
2: the aggregate. That's genuinely actually. Pro- wait, that wait is wait that
1: could actually use like a. Couldn't just be the actual. It. The DAS deck does support streaming over the MPEG yeah. dash feed, so that's why I was like, "Ooh, that would be so cool to see."
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do that on my computer real quick because I'm not dumb. Going this way. Prop that
0: open. You can watch, but yeah, reports. that that actually now that you mentioned that, I think that would be very interesting to see how that system handles it.
2: Oh, oh, by the way, the synthetic test are back on the Comcast feed. It's like four of them again.
0: Yeah.
2: Cox has them so too, but you can't decode them.
0: While we wait for Gabe to create a pop quiz for us, for you to listen to. Yeah, Gabe's got a freeze frame. I'm sure he's just doing that to mess with us. That's not intentional, actually. My camera straight up froze. Thanks, OBS. (laughs) But anyways. Yeah. You want to you want to pop quiz us here? Hold on, I haven't pulled it up yet. Oh, yeah. So just to kind of give you an idea of what else we're going to be talking about in today's episode, we got a... uh, I got an article here from Nextgov.com and I've been seeing it around. This is just one that had a little bit more information on it, but the department of Homeland guys, security is t- testing new technology that could bring emergency alerts to your vehicle. So that'll be an exciting one to hear. Guys, I'm ready now. If you're you're,
2: you're, you're, you're going you're to you're kick yourself. You're going to kick right. yourself. So, the FCC has a, f- has a field in there. For the EAS now. Like there's an actual like box for just EAS now instead of just general complaints.
1: By the way.
0: No, it it's they expected there for a while. me. Really? I didn't way. see it before. So funny. So Gabe, pop here's, quiz time.
1: Here's the here's the pop quiz. If you if you are in if you are on the east coast or were in Texas at one point, um and you see an emergency alert with the call sign of VH VH07ZN1. Or something along those lines. Which provider is that?
0: Wait, what was the sender ID again?
1: VH07ZN1. Or something along those lines.
0: That sounds, sounds like, like Spectrum. Verizon.
1: That sounds like Verizon. There you go. John got it. It's fire. Really? That's a five. Yeah, i fire
2: was fire. About to yeah. say right. well, Although that actually is no longer true. That is actually no longer true. I'm looking at I'm so I probably and should have said I, I, Verizon switched probably, to Easy Cap and now all yeah. of their all of all the Verizon call signs with our new easy caps is just Verizon with only the V capitalized.
1: So so uh I I, I it, it it to make it to make it better I probably should have said uh probably should have said specifically if you are if you are in the specific area when this cable provider used Easy Plus units,
0: oh okay,
1: because that's when because that's when that was like. Anyways, there's your pop quiz for the day. Tune tune in next week, hopefully, for maybe another pop quiz.
0: For yeah, for maybe another. Wait, I
2: actually have the, wait. I actually have the email of the uh, Washington DC FCC complaint person. I'm emailing them. Why don't I have their email? I don't know. Cool.
1: Yeah, Cam, do you want to continue on that subject?
0: Yeah, so let's go on. So once again, this is sources from nextgov.com. And so there are reports that uh, the Department of Homeland Security is testing new technology that could bring emergency alerts to your vehicle screens using iPause. So let's see. Let's so the technology works with the Federal Emergency Management Agency's integrated public alert system to display hazard and evacuation alerts on the center console of your vehicle. You guys have any initial thoughts on that?
2: Wasn't that already tested? Serious XM,
0: XM already does that.
2: HD Radio already does
0: that. But if if but outside of Sirius XM, what do you guys think? If it could be HD Radio
2: a, was HD HD Radio was supposed to support that
0: hmm yeah and that's so true
2: that the was actually why a... i so i sent you that thing and it actually had the uh, wait didn't i oh yeah um uh, the MPT actually i'll cover that after you're done carry on i have a thing for that yeah so it, it's
0: Keep going. Keep going. with uh so the department of Homeland security sec- science and technologies directorate tested the wildland urban interface integration model as part of an, in- an in- incorporation with fema and ipos it allows authorities to disseminate wea alerts with with quote new capabilities such as displaying hazard and evacuation alert info on infotainment screens and it should it it should allow for near real-time dissemination of critical information in vehicles so imagine
1: you're driving down the road In the middle of bump up nowhere.
0: Right? Montana. (laughs) Kansas. Western Kansas. (laughs) You're driving in the middle of nowhere in Utah. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. You're driving in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming.
1: Right wing political signs everywhere. People in the middle people in the middle, like, I don't know, doing whatever, doing, like, I don't know, shooting cow or something. I don't don't give a shit. Anyways, that's (laughs) besides the point. It's just kind of picture. In. So, <laughs> accurate picture of Western. Yeah, yeah. You're driving through. All those things are happening. You're listening to your favorite metal tracks on your phone, and then all and of a Onyx sudden Radio. you hear you're hearing <laughs> blistering metal tunes on Onyx Metal Radio, and then you're scrolling through, going by, and then music stops. And then you hear the wonderful, sweet, sweet sounds of and then in your car at system level volume, mind you. So first off, that's the loudest thing you've ever heard. Glass shatters everywhere around you. And it's, oh, shit, there's a severe thunderstorm warning in our area. Perhaps we should probably leave. Says you say to the passenger as you speed off at 70
2: miles per hour. Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) This is what happens when you get me in the podcast. I'll do shit like this.
0: Hey, it's worth it.
1: Yes, it is worth it. I would agree. Anyways. (laughs) That's besides the point. But yeah, no. Um. Honestly, this is actually going to be a pretty interesting system. I'll, I'm happy to see this outside of the mm-hmm. HD radio and Sirius XM space. I know that Sirius XM Travel Link is a thing, and uh, mm-hmm. I've actually been in a couple of cars that have had it that have it. Um, it's kind of cool when it works. When it doesn't work, it's kind of weird. Uh, like my dad's pickup truck it was a 26, 2016 Chevy Silverado at the time. Uh, whenever you had Sirius XM Travel Link, you had Sirius XM Travel Link on it for like the first couple of weeks because, you know, Got got the new car trial and shit, right? And Chevy had a really interesting implementation at the time.
0: They had a weather as app. As, as GM usually does. They had a weather app, right? This weather app went through traveling. It did not go through OnStar. Interesting. So you'd
1: go, so you'd go to the weather app. You'd see the weather information for your for the zip code that you put in. But it also had the world's shittiest radar app of all time it only showed green (laughs) first off it only showed green second of all it was a it was a 24 by 24 box with like most of it green because at the time we were living in florida and when it was raining it rained everywhere so it was just all green and it was the world's (laughs) shittiest thing i couldn't tell if it was the land or if it was the rain (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, fair. I feel like I feel like uh, this will be a, an interesting implementation where if um, they decide to go a little bit more with it, like having, like if uh, if, I pause, if, if 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 say if iPause starts pushing more images to those devices, like if this is going to be like through like the Wea spec, start pushing images to the cars as well, for like a quick quick glance and stuff like that That which would
0: would make complete sense though because a lot of cars nowadays have have huge cellular they have cellular capability not only not not only cellular but like big big high definition screens that you can take Mm -hmm. advantage of which is which is good because like you were saying if it was like travel link it's satellite communications Mm -hmm. satellite communications that's already being used for music and it will never, yeah, ever true. hold a candlelight to how, like, let's say OnStar works. It's all cellular mm-hmm. based. Mm-hmm. And that this will give you one more also, bandwidth. Also, major more. props
1: to OnStar for pioneering that kind of technology way before all the other auto automakers did that. This OnStar has been really doing like years. it years.
2: This really wants me to, like, really ask why the US hasn't implemented DAB-type FM radio transmission. Which makes no sense to you, but... Okay, I went to Europe. Europe has DAB, which is, like, an automatic... Which, as you probably know, it automatically changes your frequency based on location. Now, one of the cars I went in... Had uh has supported traffic alerts and is
0: that a Dacia Sandero? No, it was not.
2: It was a really expensive like Mercedes car. I have, I legitimately have no fucking clue how they did this or how it works. But we were driving down the middle. We were driving down the fucking M (laughs) twenty five. You know, you know, the fucking M25. And so randomly, the music stopped. The music didn't stop. The music faded out. And then it randomly started playing a traffic report. And then after the finish, it randomly, it just started to fade back in the music. I'm not entirely sure how they did that because I only turned it on on the way to the Heathrow. And we had the car the last three days prior and it never did that. It just randomly did that. I have zero clue how it does that. But if the US type implemented that type of system for their emergency we where like fade in a different type of broadcast for information based on a hazard, that would genuinely you're gonna, you're gonna tell be you really what cool. my
0: my best bet is with that kind of technology, it's probably when it fades out, it's probably a like. Like, like, keep an idea, like, like mm-hmm. so for video, there's something called a Scuddy command, which is a it's, it's a data packet sent inside of a video stream. Yeah. Uh, what my guess is something similar to that, where it's a data packet sent through from the station. And what it does is your car will fade out the music and then tune to like a like a sub channel mm-hmm. to play that message. Kind of like how TV stations in the US will have like, like let's say KECI, 13.1 is the main station, 13.2 is your comet, 13.3, 13.4. But if you had like 97.9.1 and like Uh like substreams, kind of like how HD radio works, where it'll just tell the car, hey, there's a traffic report tuned to this, and then each car manufacturer will have a different implementation of how to switch to that Mm band, and then once it's done
2: it will be like oh and well uh, i just checked
0: um wikipedia on
2: traffic announcements it's called traffic announcement or ta this is genuinely pretty cool it will pay attention to the flag based in the rds program because europe has heavy rds (laughs) like really a lot of it and so it will listen for like that flag And it might be on a different like sub channel or type of system. And it will record that message. Or like it will change it. It can raise the volume. It can do all sorts of things with that message. So what what I'm assuming. Your vehicle
0: could handle it.
2: Your vehicle will automatically record and it can interrupt it. It can raise the volume when the traffic announcement occurs. That's genuinely pretty cool. Like
0: so kind of like there's like a buffer inside the car to hold the message. And then <laughs> <lay it back laughs> must record, the it and then play it back. Yeah, but sure. so that's that's it's pretty cool. Mercedes, I would assume in that kind of case you could go into your because if it's a Mercedes, yeah, of it it would, it would let you it would let you
2: it would it would, it would, it would let and me disable it wouldn't it, yeah that's what it did it was it was disabled on it was disabled I left it on so I wonder if it'll reset that <laughs> I left it on when I left it at the Heathrow Airport Terminal Five so <laughs> whoever gets it in next is going to have some traffic updates.
0: Which isn't a bad thing. I think that I think in the US that could be implemented to way further than traffic. Like having EAS on it. You could have your car take that signal. You could have <laughs> it cut the crap, like your headers, you could have it cut your attention tone, and then just fade out your music, play the message, and then go back to the broadcast. So mm-hmm. so listeners uh, don't have to hear the headers, true. but it's still available to all mm-hmm. decoders. So, but also at the same time, too, like, for me, I mean, there are a lot of cars nowadays, too, with heads-up displays. I wonder if that yep. will take into consideration, like, how it will, like would alert the driver rather than them having to look directly at this infotainment screen. Are you kind of talking about with the whole iPods thing? Yeah, yeah. Which would make sense because so, it's, it, it says on here that it's supposed to work directly with the car's Navigation system for, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, evacuation routes.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh for What's digital best? audio broadcasting in the U.S., I don't think it'll take off. I don't think I don't think no, it would no. take off. I think um, with, the the ADHD, with the way that we with the way that we run radio here, mm-hmm. I don't think it would work
2: well. And I like, would no. like, no. like the same HD radio. The thing with digital audio broadcasting in Europe is it's basically an FM it's version of Sirius XM. It's like it's, XM. Yeah.
1: And It's also yeah. all in, like yeah, oh.
2: yeah. Um, like, you like do, uh, co- can, cars, can, like online on the on the car, it would show like all these different channels, and they were always the same for the country. Like, you can go to like classic news, like six mm-hmm. BBC channels for obvious reasons, and like all this stuff can be accessed from pretty much anywhere in the UK as long as you have a radio, as mm-hmm. long as you have and pay for a receiver or a car that supports DAB it will it inc- mm-hmm. has all these channels and also probably includes that traffic information thing as well in that price but
1: and, that, all and that's of that, one like, of the things that and that's one of the things that I feel like is a big blocker because if they do try yeah. introducing DAB it'll be if it's the same thing across the entire country that a lot of people, like I, I myself it, included, like, could take it would, it would be kind of taking away the feel of the
0: localized radio station. Mm-hmm. Which that the is thing quicker. is, though, I could I could see that being implemented in a way to where, uh, like it would like I work. know my car could do it. Where like if you go in, like I'd set it up this way to where if I go into a different area, like the GPS will recognize that and re scan the band mm-hmm. and get all your updated information well, for that, that local well, that's area. That's not. That's not part of the DAB spec. That's yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, that's true.
1: And also, I feel like doesn't DAB use like MP2
0: or MP or just straight up MPEG for its for its encoding? I think it does. So, because then, then you could have your sub channels for like your traffic. Yeah, you could have mm-hmm. separate streams. So, yeah. Honestly, what I think,
1: what I think would be easier for the United States. Is to go is to invest more in HD radio because a lot of the mm-hmm. features that we're talking about is already in the HD radio spec. Yes, like traffic and stuff. Like you can literally take an SDR, uh, like it's take a take a software defined radio, mm-hmm. get an HD radio app, get an HD radio receiver application uh, on there. Yeah, and you can pick up like oh album art. And if your, the station provides it, you can pick up track, traffic information and maps and time zone syncing. And all yeah, that because
0: all HD stuff. radio is, it's just using it's an the Im- entire bandwidth heard- of that, of that uh, mm-hmm. frequency. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's I only heard 30. Miles, it'll hurt, iHeart so. Media already supports traffic systems, but
1: I don't know mm-hmm. if they're used.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, here's, because, yeah. in Because my thing is like, yeah, it's a, if it support yeah, the it may mm-hmm. they may support it, but it's also an instance of I don't I don't think that like actual radio manufacturers really pay attention to HD
0: mm-hmm. or really care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like in in my car, I have HD radio on every single band except for F- F- except for except and which, i have which i mean hd radio on am doesn't make any sense cuz am only has the the bandwidth for one channel anyways
1: yeah well at that point it's just more of an instance of latching onto a higher quality am feed exactly yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and but yeah it's it's just like i'm like for example uh, the car the car that i have i drive a 2004 ranger it has a i have a i have a uh, radio in there i have a, i have an aftermarket radio in there it has XM like I, I put XM in there. I don't use it, but it has it. I was thinking it's getting it back. I was thinking of doing like a trial to get back into it. But that's, that's the point. Um, you can get it pretty easily. Like I can just oop, click, click. Oh, hello, Sirius XM Barker channel. Time to get you for the next monthly. But, they, but then I go to radio. I got an SRDS. Ain't got no HD radio though. Like HD radio in the aftermarket sense is, from what I can tell, it's rare as fuck.
0: Yeah, because I think you have to have it certified for HD. Yes, yes kind of like, kind of like the like, the best thing I can explain it to is Apple MFI, where like oh, if you, if you yeah. make if you make an accessory for an iPhone, iPad, Mac, anything, any Apple product, you have to have it certified by Apple,
2: I'm
1: and sure that's it to the work. Thing.
0: And that's the – and I feel like that's a
1: big blocker is that – It's a gatekeeper. Radio, radio manufacturers are like, fuck, because they're like, oh, now I have to get my – Now I have to get the radio that certified. I've been designing for two and a half years at least certified with this
0: other organization that may just make well, yeah, the feature just I have to not get it, work. Yeah, I have to get it certified mm-hmm. a second time, the FCC, mm-hmm. and then – And then this other company that manages the spec that's not standardized, and it's not managed by the FCC. Ibiquity is the one that handles it. Yeah. 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 Capitalism. Yep.
1: (laughs) I was (laughs) was just going to say privatization, but yeah, that works
0: too. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, they are the ones gatekeeping the spectrum itself. Or not spectrum, but the standards of which utilize it. Yeah. yeah. Which is an interesting yeah. approach to it, but I, I I hope that this uh this new system with uh with with uh iPause in the cards will kind of take away that kind of gatekeeping part to the <laughs> alerts. Because who knows? Because iPause ha- can do a lot of things. You could do weather alerts. You can do non-weather emergency messages. You could do national messages. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. So if you have one system, you could just skip all these other methods of doing it and just do it through iPods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, like we were mentioning in another, like a, like an episode a couple back, that's what everything is moving for. Mm-hmm. So why not utilize it for what it can do?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah just wonderful times to be had by all, you <laughs> know. Mm-hmm hmm yeah it's just all of the all of the really fun times so actually here fun fact i i just pulled up so i just i pulled up a uh, details on this radio here this is an aftermarket radio uh it's a doubled in in case you didn't know it's uh it it's more it's a large wider wider screen radio yep. it has sirius xm wireless android auto and carplay Damn, it's got LDAC support, USB-C, hell, you can even, if you have a car that, if you have a car that requires stuff and things, if you have a car that requires like a bunch of other stuff, you can even hook up a data link module that mm-hmm. acts as an adapter. Nowhere in this listing says that this thing supports HD radio. Yeah. And this is Sony. Mm-hmm. Sony is the one that actually manu- is ma- from, is the manufacturer. From, if if
0: I was to give my best guess to this, granted I've done no research into this, I would say it's probably a lot easier for the car manufacturers just to do it on their own, to implement HD radio.
2: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, but also at the same time too. I don't think Sony would want to pay a premium just to utilize for something standard. in the United States. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I mean they are a primarily Japanese company, so they get to pick and choose. I would know. What they want to do. My company's owned by them. <laughs> yeah, so. True. <laughs> uh, Gabe works for Sony now through Bungie, but <laughs> got to bow down to my new corporate overlords. <laughs> Sony, if you're listening to this, please spare him. <laughs> and Don, if you somehow
1: figure out that if you somehow figure out that I'm on that I'm on this podcast, just know we're not making any money from this. So, technically, it's not hashtag a hashtag not of the sponsored that we have.
0: So, not sponsored. We're not making any money. This is an enthusiast group. But, anyways, yeah, I think the whole iPods and. Ping me on Teams is, if it's... you have a problem with the Don. <laughs> <laughs> Ping me on Teams. But, yeah, I think that this is a good step forward into. Imagine think, Microsoft Teams. To to me, I think this, this whole iPods in vehicles thing. I think it instead of more of a like implementing a feature, I think this is a proof of concept to what iPods can actually do. Yeah, this would be awesome to have, but I feel like in its current state, it's a proof of concept that this is possible in its current state. And if it's not fully supported, it wouldn't take much to do it. Yeah. Think think about it. Think about it. You have GM cars. They have OnStar. So they already have 5g and 4g receivers so mm-hmm. why not implement iPods in that because iPods is a really low bandwidth using service until you get into you know images and text images, but even then videos, it's, a short, it's a short burst Yeah, so you know, even then even the state, then you'll find in a win- the <laughs> state of current networking through cell cell carriers it, it's nothing it's a drop in the water and even also here's the other thing too
1: We've been doing this for so long, like legitimately the first, the we've
0: cars have had OnStar since 1997. Mm-hmm. So it, it's an incubated thing, but I mean, granted other than GM cars, they still have even then receivers, even then the,
1: even then um, on star for a while, provided receivers for acura audi for any, Subaru, any car Volkswagen. Yeah. but yeah and then or yeah as an option and then also and also like the other the other thing is like nowadays everybody's doing it ford has the ford pass okay the ford pass sync modem or whatever
0: yeah and called. and honda has honda link And then Mm -hmm. Acura, well, in sense Honda is Honda Link, Acura is is Acura Link because the two companies are owned. And then you have, um, and
1: then you have um, Chrysler,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which is your, yeah, which is like Chrysler, G Dodge.
0: Yeah, that entire the which is or sorry, I think think the official correction,
1: Stellantis because now it's now it's (laughs) because now they have like Fiat and stuff.
0: So, yeah, like yeah, Chrysler, Dodge, I, I Deep, think the brand, I think the entire, Romero, Fiat. the entire umbrella is Dom Lear Chrysler.
1: Yeah, for no, of, it's, for no, no, it's actually they changed their name to Stellantis. Really? Yeah, really? it's Stellantis now.
0: So hmm. it went from Dom Lear Chrysler to.
1: No, apparently
0: they never went by that name. Really? Because I remember that least, was something that they that yeah. kind of like their umbrella. Yeah. That, oh that, no! That, that's they only your... went. They they only went by that name from ninety eight to ninety eight to two thousand. Yeah. Mm. yeah. that's true. That is true. But anyways, I digress. So, <laughs> at least I didn't say I digest. Uh-huh. No kidding. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. Silence. The way that rant. the way that techn- the way that technology is moving, it doesn't take much to integrate systems like this into cars. Like uh, a cell receiver costs what the price of an antenna and a cheap cell subscription for the manufacturer. Yep. And even then, most of the time you're going to pass that on to your consumer anyways. So what's the mm-hmm. point? That's uh, true. Yep. On start or not, it's still a cell receiver.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think is a really good approach to this. It's th- it's like, like, the, like the, the article stated it's Wea, but has better capabilities. It's wea but with.
1: This <laughs> should be the episode title. This should be the episode title, wea but yes,
0: <laughs> Wia, but yes. That that will be the episode
1: name. So, if you're watching this and the episode is not wea but yes, you can go ahead and uh, go ahead and just. Blame Cameron.
0: You can go ahead and unfollow the ERN podcast can and complain delete it to from Cam. All your it is
1: <laughs> Cam the Man sixty five WX pounds zero zero zero
0: one on Discord. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Call the guest ERN phone and dial three thousand. You call nine four one four eight two eight five three extension three thousand.
1: <laughs> call ERN and immediately regret. <laughs> <to> <laughs> sorry, not sorry, song. Cam.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe I need to put my phone on. Do not disturb from now on. But anyways. So. Polium. Pull Pull, Dawn. Pull a Dawn. Actually,
1: no, it's a Dawn and a Fricks right now.
0: Yeah, they're always. Do not call my phone. <laughs> oh, oh. But anyways, yeah. So I guess I could give a, a little bit of a teaser to our next episodes. We have a whole Plethora of topics. There is uh, there's one with uh, if we can get Anna in here on the next episode. There's iPods v 4.01 on the way. There is some. Let's see. And if
1: Anna can come in, oh, I can. Oh,
0: I guess I guess I, I guess you know what we could do. Touch on this before we go. Is the weather.gov servers?
1: Still so the, weather, sucky. Uh, so the weather. Yeah, fun fact. Fun fact, did you know that those very weather.gov servers got fucking flooded at one point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard about yeah, that. And weren't they oh, still yeah. operational too? Yes!
1: The server room flooded, but they kept that shit live. <laughs> Wasn't that okay, Silver I, Spring? No, that was uh no, that was SBC and freaking Norman.
2: Oh, I'm surprised it wasn't Silver Spring because of the amount of flood warning warnings. If, any, if
0: anyone in the IT department of NWS is listening to this podcast, please tell us call. how you did that. I've been yes. through a water event. <laughs>
1: I've, I, we've, I've been through a water event that cost $2 million to recover. Trust me. I also,
2: I also want to side note down. this. Sorry, this, but a lot of uh, NWS server rooms actually have wires under the floor, and the floorboards can actually oh, be removed, yep. so it's more, yep. it's it's more damage floor. than you think.
1: It's raised floors.
0: But yeah, so the not, the weather doc... Actually,
2: I went in the Silver Spring Data Center. It's very cold in there. Well, no yep.
1: shit, yes. but like... What kind of configuration was it? Was it fresh air, or was it uh, cold side, hot side? between each row, like with the front I'm sides cold not, and the back sh- sides warm.
2: I think it was all cold.
1: They just told us the oh, room yeah, had so to stay probably, really cold. Oh, probably a fresh air, probably a
0: fresh air. Config
1: then. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: then. Yeah, a so, lot of so like- what, we do, what we do know about the the whole thing is that the it was August 30th in the afternoon that the servers went offline because there was faulty power oh, supplies. It wasn't like a system failure. It, they just took them offline because there was power supply failures that were being this noticed. is why you run redundant power supplies. Which this the is thing is have- though, I've heard that they do. So they, they either just got super unlucky and both failed or they didn't have one installed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Redundancy <laughs> Matters.
0: Redundancy Matters, which is why they had a like like in the uh they issued a, a public statement about it that uh that they have a second data center that can run weather.gov in uh where is it? in college in college park. Mm-hmm. They, in there is the whole backup ready to go. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, well, go. well, 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 actually actually the main server is college park, but if they flip on the lever they can transfer control to the other one. There's like a little there's like a literal emergency handle on the wall or something that if you pull it it will fuck everything up. If I remember that correctly. that. It's handle.
1: It's an EPO. Yeah, it's it it an EPO or play. does it activate the Halon?
2: Probably both. <laughs>
1: Or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever I say EPO. Yeah. Fun Dumb, stuff. I'm asking John. Not really. Fun stuff, though. Uh, EPO, emergency power off. Basically, basically it cuts the feed to the breaker panel. Yeah, I was going to say. Servers.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, it's, there's two bad power supplies were, dis- were discovered in KC. So they moved those applications to College Park for the time being. So,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. So... On today's episode of why you should be using AWS as a backup as well. AWS, oh, that, Azure, literally anything.
0: This is why I, we...
1: this is why iPod switched to AWS Glove GovCloud.
0: Yeah, because DHS servers suck so much. No, you know what it should be? It should be the main weather.gov server should be on AWS or Azure, and then it AWS. should just pull pull info from your data centers. Mm-hmm. So that you have one if point your data but then you still
1: have the servers up.
2: I think Cause, the cause NWS it, is I think the NWS is actually trying drunk. to uh it, the NWS is actually trying to switch to AWS.
1: That's good. Which uh, would
0: make sense though, because GovCloud gives them such a good deal on it.
1: Yeah, GovCloud GovCloud is literally designed for that. So they should be using they should be using has, the resources that they has, already have.
0: It has near one hundred percent uptime.
1: Yeah, they're. I think they're like because, a, I think they're like a four GovCloud or a five. Ha- or I think they're a four five, nine, five, nine uptime. Right, uptime guarantee. I, it,
0: it, yeah, and if not, I guess I they have a they have some sort of policy on that. But I know that GovCloud has the highest priority for redundancy, and especially yeah. like you save all your like data on S three as well. You have all of your info there. Mm-hmm. and you can archive it for for centuries on there yeah at least in theory but like aws runs like Stick. half the internet so why not hop on that too and make a more reliable internet especially for public warning stuff uh-huh exactly
1: oh this is when
2: the but, this is when uh noah did the open house
1: and so um, that's why,
2: that's why i remember going to that here.
1: I'm looking at the, I'm, of, I'm looking up their, uh, their compute SLAs here. Hmm. I
0: actually uh, found it. Oh, it me. looks I like they're a,
1: a, 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 wow. Whoa. That's a lot less than I thought it would be.
0: What for their uptime? They're only two nine.
1: They're only a two nine gu- uptime guarantee on their compute.
0: Here, which Gabe, the thing this is, is though, this, this which is the thing a... is though, with it, within AWS, there are a ton of options. Cause I, I run AWS for, for certain projects in mine. You can have it Gabe so sen- that once, once one even has the slightest indication of going wrong, it'll immediately get another instance ready and then switch between them. Seamlessly. Gabe, I sent
2: you, uh, Gabe, I sent you a picture from the open house they had in the W in Silver Spring. That's the data room. I
1: don't oh know man, those, those, wire, those, those are some clean wire runs, but I've seen cleaner. <laughs> uh, There's a, a lot of rack in there. They're not... No, no, Oh no, <laughs> oh, God, no, oh, they're running their patch panels in the ceiling. Oh, no, oh, <laughs> gross,
2: gross, oh, keep, in mind, keep in mind, they have floor space under the floor. They don't use that. You for that. don't
1: run your patch panels in the ceilings.
2: So that's an initial freak out. <laughs> Moral story is uh,
0: if you're an IT person at NWS. I really really want to see Anna I really i really want to (laughs) see Anna's
2: reaction to that shit.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if you guys have anything else you guys want to touch on in this episode.
2: Anyway, uh this episode is sponsored by um redundancies. Nobody. Nobody. Redundancies, actually. Because
1: I hadn't solved it. This episode
0: of the ERN podcast (laughs) is sponsored by our advice to you.
1: By the way. And fun fact. Fun fact, you ready mm-hmm. Um, for for Azure? The SLA is a, the SLA is a four, nine, four, nine uptime. So if you want uptime, go for Azure.
2: Isn't <laughs> Azure actually pretty
1: reasonable? Oh, dude, Azure is great.
0: It's, it's catching up with AWS pretty fast. Azure, Azure
1: is actually uh, there are some things about Azure that top that tops AWS. Like like
0: native AD integration,
1: the Azure AD, Azure AD. You can have your you can have stuff authenticated against up against Azure. Um, The free credits that you get the free free credits that you get uh, with the like being with the business, having an MSDN license. And um, like if you're already working in a Microsoft ecosystem, it doesn't take that much to get into it. And also the Azure virtual desktop system is cool as hell. So if you're ever familiar, familiar with VDI, VDI basically is um. So VDI is basically a basically a system where, you're where for end user devices you just remote in to a virtual machine that's spin up and spun down on the fly.
0: Mm-hmm. Azure and has that. For, it's built for, in. Because isn't that aren't they also computers optimized for general compute as well? mm Hmm. My, my school district
2: actually, I think, uses some type of Azure or type of VM type might, um, system.
1: It's knowing, so the districts, knowing school districts are probably running that on VMware Horizon. Mm-hmm. Mine is so um, bad. The IT
2: guy at my school hates it so bad because you have to actually multi-factor authentication with another device when you're trying to log in. Like on one screen, and then you have to have like you actually have to tap it on another phone while you have the other device up. And yeah. they hate it, and I'm like, well, security, I guess. So that's, that's, that, that is
1: actually a really good way to do it.
2: The, mm. my not, the genuine only reason why they have to virtual into that machine is to check the printer status of every single printer in the entire school.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I don't it's know. It's, a, it's Fairfax
0: a, County. It's, it's a use, honestly. I respect it. Yeah. Risk yeah, county so has a wallet. Yeah, county gotta, has you a ha, You gotta have a way to manage.
2: Mm-hmm. My Especially school printers. laptop printers
0: are not fun to manage because they are a bitch sometimes.
2: Bro, remember that story I told you about Gabe? Gabe. Oh, remember oh. when I tried to replace that? Remember when I tried to replace that printer toner? They literally told me that was defective after I came back, and I'm like, oh well.
1: Oops. Fun. Okay, would you like to hear something hilarious? Uh, okay. You think managing printers is bad? <laughs> you wanna know what we do at Bungie?
0: You have to manage data we clusters. We AD bind
1: our printers. <laughs> <laughs> our printers are AD bound with dedicated Exchange mailboxes for each one.
0: Uh, that is that that is useful. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I am assuming that would allow you just to send like PDFs and shit to it, and it just <laughs> print it out.
1: Yeah, you could do that, or you could just not because you know. Who needs paper? Who needs paper when you can PDF? <laughs> exactly. Who needs paper, paper when you can docu sign?
0: Oh, who, who needs paper when you can? Who needs paper when you can just use paper? Paper digital format PDF. Also, even though that ag- is de- probably definitely not the acronym. Hold
1: on a second. PDF acronym. What is the, what is <laughs> the acronym PDF? Portable Document Format.
0: It should be paper in digital form. (laughs) (laughs) Valid
1: point. Valid point. It is a valid one.
0: Um, (laughs) On a completely unrelated note,
1: kind of going back to the HD radio thing, doing some research. Turns out the main manufacturer of HD radios for aftermarket is actually Pioneer.
0: Which would make (laughs) sense, though. They're a leader in that industry.
1: Exactly. For the low low so range, four hundred and fifty dollars. You can get a Pioneer radio with HD radio, Sirius XM, and uh, certain smartphone control features like Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, Spotify built-in Spotify control that goes off of your phone, that kind of thing.
0: Oh, so kind of like that a built-in a gen- Spotify car. That thing. would
2: actually be a genuine upgrade to my car because my car's two thousand nine uh, and doesn't even have RDS.
1: I want to. That honestly, I'm tempted to upgrade to this one, but then I, but then I have to redo my wiring harness because my wiring harness right now is set up for uh, my... I don't
2: even area. know how to do that, and I don't even know how to fix my car right now because it has a broken left up. turn signal. On <laughs> I can not help memory. you on the
1: turn signal part if you want, but if you want help with fuck, the wiring Fuck the right turn signal. Right it literally goes really fast while yeah, I'm trying to that turn. That means it, you have you like, a burnt out bulb. It, yeah, it means you have a burnt out fuck. bulb. Bulb.
2: And I don't know how to take the fucking front of the car off and fix it, so I'm just letting my dad. it No, most it out. of the, t- most of you the time it'll. only open up the hood.
1: No, you open up, the hood. No, uh, you, you open up front. the hood. It's front. And you can open up the hood, reach into the back, and you can take the bulb out of the out of the thing.
0: It's just a little screw.
1: Yeah. But anyways, this is, this is signal, your the, the your car's this is owner, the, Your car's owner's manual should have this information.
2: But don't worry, I have two bulbs. I can still fuck one up. That's why they put two in there.
1: No. <laughs> we, put a, we put a second one in there
2: just in case you fuck it up on the first try.
0: Must be a BMW. No, I'm kidding. Must be. It sounds like your bulbs are made by D brand.
1: They're actually, yeah. Sorry, they. Uh, they're need, actually. You, sorry,
0: you need to pay a subscription. <laughs> for the reference signal.
1: from, by the way. That's where I got the yeah. reference from. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't I got think that I have when I was putting else. the screen protector on my Switch. <laughs> I know, nice. right?
0: <laughs> but Yeah, I don't think I have anything else that I really want to talk about this week. If you guys do, go for it. I'm, I'm 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 good. I'm done. Yeah, good episode here. So if <laughs> if you like what you've heard so far, you can subscribe to the Guess Earn podcast on literally every platform available because I made it fucking everywhere.
2: Including Spotify and Apple Podcasts because which is, people people use Apple Podcasts, what the fuck?
0: I do. Fuck you.
2: People people use it. <laughs> yes yeah, i don't use it i
0: don't so i'm in that apple, i'm pretty sure apple podcast is still the number one for podcasts hold on let's see let's see
1: hold up they, top what?
0: podcast okay, okay. Apps. i'm gonna like, i'm they gonna go to, on the 100%, I think, holy with the shit apple. you're right <laughs> I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go on my i'm gonna go on our podcast manager i'm gonna see what the number one platform is for our podcast.
2: <laughs> this is genuinely see. really Hold fun. On.
0: Hold Let's up. see. The number one, uh, the, yeah, the number one platform is iOS. <laughs> and I'm uh, in, <laughs> And then What is the second one? Is it like Spotify or something? No, number two is Windows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm referring to, I'm referring to the actual application as opposed to, okay, the, uh,
0: the app, the actual application is Spotify. It is Spotify. Yeah, I thought okay. so. Yeah, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Microsoft Bing Bot. <laughs> <laughs> We've been crawled. Oh, no.
2: Oh, no. The Bing Lords. Okay,
0: so, We've been so crawled. It, it also shows me like all the platforms that people listen on. And so it's iOS, Windows, Mac OS, Android, Watch OS, Chrome OS, T- TV OS. What Alexa, Alexa platforms and Apple HomePod?
1: (laughs) So, the one person who's so, the so, the one so, so, shout out to the one person who actually owns an Apple HomePod and listens to the ERM podcast.
0: Is that you? I, I know I've I've never listened on my HomePod.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a a Google Home Mini, uh, I have a Google Home Mini over there. Here, um, hold on a second. uh, Hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. Ready? Hey, Google. Play the Play the Gwesern podcast. I looked to the podcast on Spotify, but it either isn't available or can't be played right now. What, <laughs> it, what, what What's
0: the podcast called on Spotify?
1: It, it's the, it's the same. It's the
0: same everywhere. It's the Gwesern podcast. Hold on. <laughs> Here here i'm going okay. to i'm going so, so to i so for reference shit. i i will i want to give out a uh like a quest to our community i want someone to listen to our podcast on temple os welcome to
2: Status Quo. pause hey, play the wait left the country we have no idea where he is now uh well i guess that's what W N Y C does to you and
1: welcome to the all right. <laughs> Fun fact, that was me using Spotify Connect to push it over.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. I think that's going to be it for this episode. If you like what you're hearing, you can literally listen to it on everything because it, it is... Listen to it on your guys, mom.
2: Guys, my Google fucked up so bad. It started to play something that doesn't exist and then couldn't play because content blockers were on.
1: So anyways... Yeah, any, anyways. You, thank, hey, uh, hey, I'll take over the outro. Thank you for watching the Thank you, for, thank you for watching, listening, uh, I don't know, uh, injecting the ERN podcast straight into your ear hole. Um, th- if you like what you're hearing, you can literally listen to it on any platform, including your local hospital's IV machine. If it has a web browser, <laughs> if you can play Doom on it, you can probably listen to the ERN podcast on it as well. If you listen to the podcast on your on the Samsung smart Frit refrigerator, let us know and we'll happily send you a non-existent T-shirt. Um, but yeah, thank you. for Thank you for listening Seriously, to the if ERN can, podcast. If, if
0: someone listens to it on the on a Samsung smart fridge, I want you to send me a direct message with that picture and I will put you on the <laughs> ERN podcast.
1: And then and then uh, and but yeah, uh, this episode, this episode is totally not sponsored by something. This ep- This episode is sponsored by some random VPN company. Uh, stop! Uh, stop God from seeing what you're Rage doing Shadow online. Rage
0: Shadow Legends. This video is sponsored <laughs> this ep- by this, Gwe- this,
1: this. This episode is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I'm just kidding. It's
2: sp- it, this video is sponsored by GUEST VPN. I mean, what? This this video <laughs>
1: st- this video is sponsored by Gabriel S. VPN service that's only available to seven people. Uh, stop <laughs> God from looking what you're doing online.
0: But yeah, so if you have any suggestions then, for what we what we could put on the Gwessier ERN podcast, you can go to erncrtv.com forward slash podcast. There's a form there. If you send it, it'll send it directly to us. So yeah. Well, send it, send it directly to totally, Cam. I don't send have totally. any well, we, Of course it's going to send it to me. I'm the executive producer here. You're the executive Totally. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it, there you go. I'm going to change yeah. my role in Discord to that now.
1: All right. But yeah thanks thanks for listening to the on podcast I'm Gabriel camp the executive fuck boy he was here john two point seven and then uh isaiah the the meme the meme lord
2: yes of course just, see, you know me. See, ya. see ya bye, bye.